Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. For the first time ever, I think we're doing like a... Special edition. I guess special edition. Special we'll edition Sliced Apples. We'll, we'll give it a better name some sometime later. Something <laughs> sometime like later. But uh, two fans were on here because Monday night is the the natty. I was gonna say the granddaddy of them all, but that's Alex Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. That's Alex's Rose Bowl. precious Rose Bowl. That's so precious. Um, first of all, I've been seeing this debate on Twitter recently, and I don't. I've never really thought too much about it. Should they move the natty from a Monday to a Saturday night? Oh, well, I think the reason they don't do it on Saturdays is or like this Saturday, this past Saturday, I guess, is because the NFL would have reserves there. Right. Like they've been doing that and it would be they changed the format five or six years ago. And I just imagine with contracts and whatnot. Plus, I think you want your own standalone like Monday night game. Right. Like you kind of want it to be like the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is definitely not on a Monday, but it's like on its own standalone game. Most of the playoff games are on their own standalone, like Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We'll see wild card playoffs. So, but I, the Super Bowl is on a Sunday. You know why? I, I, football games are mainly played on Sunday. You're right. That was, a, that was a poor example. I don't think it should be moved. I like I like the Monday night thing. It's like I don't know, makes Monday fun. So plus it's after plus it's after all the NFL stuff. So like all the NFL stuff is set and now we have the champion. Then we start like playoffs for everything, which is like championship for because we just talked about how the semifinals aren't really a game. <laughs> so the championship for the college football playoffs and then we go into the NFL playoffs. So I, I don't know. I guess I I like I it, mean, but I'd I'm be not, open to I'm it not, moving. I'm not opposed to either. I just Me saw either. it rumbling on Twitter and I was like, hmm, well, wouldn't keep me up. Late Monday night. I mean, it's not like I would, I was gonna, you know, not stay up late anyway. Yeah, but this can be a good one. Kind of messes up the sliced apple schedule a little bit. You know, as far as sliced apples goes, they could have done it on a Saturday night. That would have been better. That's true. That would have been a hell of a Thursday episode, though. We would have packed a lot into that episode. So but, I had to do a whole separate episode for this. Yep. Yep. A little short special. Um essentially two fans obviously we come out tuesday morning um but we didn't talk about it last third pretty much there's been a big gap and we just kind of want to touch yeah. on this big game tomorrow plus um, there's a lot going on right now so it's it makes a lot of sense to have a separate episode for this you know because rather do like a prediction than a recap on tuesday kind of eh. <laughs> yeah 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 but i mean pfft. Let's open the floor up, Alex. Like, what, 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 you, what are your thoughts going into this game? Big SEC matchup. I mean, national championship matchup. Um, uh, yeah, floor is yours. We, uh, well, we know that we're going to get a pretty good game whenever Alabama is an underdog, right? Like, Nick Saban loves being the underdog, and he's been the underdog. I have the stat here. I think it's last four four times – Four, there's three or four instances since 2009 he's been the underdog and he's won every single time. But think about that. He's been an underdog three or four times going back to 2009. That's 
insane to even consider that Vegas has the the audacity, as Stephen A. Smith says, the unmitigated gall to put Nick Saban and the Tide as an underdog. Three point underdogs is what I saw. I also saw two and a half, so one of the one of the two. Um I think it's gonna be a really, really great game. Uh, I think some key stats just to point out that we brought up beforehand is what I just said with the underdogs. And then also Nick Saban is 25 and one against former assistants. Number the first win being Jimbo this year and beating him. So that's, that's a pretty overbearing or I guess uh, umbrella stat that covers the entire game. It's important to know. And the underdog stat, um, this is, this is a game, man, where I'm trying to figure out who are the key players in this game, because we're not going to have John Mechie, which was, he tore his ACL in the SC championship game that was against Georgia that they won. Um, he had 97 yards, one touchdown, 1,100 yards on the season, eight touchdowns. He was clearly the number one guy. They have Jamison Williams, who is a stud, absolutely, and stepped up in his place. And yeah. then they had Brian Robinson Jr. last week with 204 yards. So those are kind of the – and then Bryce Young, obviously, the the guys to watch on offense for Alabama. But my eyes rotate more towards the defense. Because did you know this? I didn't watch a lot of Alabama football but or a lot of Georgia football, but their defense was number one, number two, number three, one like, you know, floating in that area all season long, except for when they played Alabama. So something for me to watch is Stetson Bennett is not pop off the screen. They're, they have a dual-headed running back in Zamir White and James Cook. So there's no real like Derrick Henry or Tom Brady, or I'm using NFL references because it's easier for me. So it really like gets into defense and with an over under of 52, I'm just kind of surprised that we're going to be putting 21 points on the board for each team is what, what Vegas is thinking at a minimum. That's, that's wild to me. So that's my first take. What do you have to say? Man, it's just, I can understand why the books have Alabama as an underdog. You got to take into account Georgia dominated all season. Mm -hmm. Their only losses to Alabama. and you got to put in some factor of uh, they want their revenge and whatnot. I just, it's hard to bet against Alabama, Alabama. And let's not forget, like you brought up Kirby smart, former Alabama assistant. He's and four against Nick Saban so far as a head coach. So I, I think the key thing for me is the lack of firepower in the offense to a certain extent. What I mean by that is the quarterback. Live Stetson Bennett can be a stud, but he could be a liability. Call all state because you're not in good hands. <laughs> um he that I, I think that's what it comes down to because if the Alabama defense is clicking on all cylinders and Bennett can't figure it out, I mean just like the SEC championship game is gonna be easy runnings for for these guys like 41 to 24. That was the score of the SEC championship game. It it wasn't even close. And honestly, now thinking about it, I wouldn't be surprised if this game isn't even close either. Really? Yeah, I would not be surprised. Is it just purely on Stetson Bennett? Is what's making you just look the that other way? And Nick Saban mainly, because Nick Saban is just pff, a god. Of, he is coaching college football and i i don't know man it, somehow some way these dudes are the 
have a dynasty going, but yet they're still underdogs and Nick Saban makes them feel like underdogs all the time. I don't understand it. I don't know how it works, but it does. And so these guys feel down in the mud. They feel like people are leaving them out to dry and yeah. Uh, Let me, let me, let me give you a couple of things real quick that, and I want you to tell me after these facts, who you think is favored in this game, right? So you just brought up Stetson Bennett. One of the things that I wanted to talk about, it's not very much of a conversation, but Stetson Bennett versus Bryce Young. Here's Stetson Bennett's stats. 2,700 yards, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Pretty pretty fortunate right there with the sevens and the twos. Easy to remember. He was coined, by the way, fun fact for y'all, he was coined the mailman because I watched this video on him and what he he was at Georgia, then went to a junior college and he was never recruited by any Power 5 school, but coming out of high school, what he did when he showed up to all the combine events and all the different events to get you notice, he wore a post office hat and they called him the mailman because he always delivers. 5'11 Stetson Bennett. <laughs> yeah, right. I, hey, okay. fun fact for you. So his nickname is the mailman. So 2,700, 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Here's Bryce Young's 4,500 yards, 46 touchdowns, five interceptions. Okay. So yep. those two stats. And then here are the last four matchups, Alabama and Georgia. 2017 National Championship game, Alabama won. 2018 SEC Championship game, Alabama won. 2020 regular season game, Alabama won. 2021 SEC Championship game, Alabama won. All four of those games also, Georgia led at one point and blew a lead. Now I tell you those things, and who do you think is favored in this game? Alabama, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, see, you think it's out you would think it'd be Alabama, but for whatever reason, they're favoring Georgia in this game. And I looked and looked and looked, and this game to me is less so about the players and more about the coaches. Like you were just talking about like Nick Saban to me, against any former assistant, you automatically got to give him the edge. For God knows whatever reason, he's just he lives rent free in all of his assistants' heads, minus Jimbo Fisher, who is now, I guess, one and one. <laughs> but I don't understand how Georgia can be favored in this game. The only thing I can I can kind of understand on why is because John Mechie the third is out, and he was crucial to their offense. And they are a they are a pass first team. Like they are, there's no running on 204 yards for Brian Robinson Jr. last week. Don't be fooled. I was against Cincinnati in the SC Championship game. He had 25 yards. So they're not a run first team. They're a pass first team. It's the only thing I can think of having their star receiver out that would give Georgia the favorite in this game. Otherwise, I don't understand. It seems like an easy bet to me. Bet on Alabama. They're underdogs. Come on. So. Ah, man. Yeah. I mean, you brought up great points, but it just, I don't know how Vegas does this shit, man. It's, you never know what, what could happen, man. It's, it's it's a toss up. Uh, two two powerhouses going at it. Um, let's not forget that 2017 national championship game. That was great. Yeah, two attack of Aloha coming in in overtime for in late late that game for the clutch win. Um, that was that what, was second half. He came out second half for yeah, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, yeah. Jalen Hurts was just yeah pooping mud, and so. I don't know if we're going to see this type of game again. I, I, I just, 
I don't know what Georgia is going to come out. I don't know if I know Alabama is going to be ready. Alabama is yeah. going to be there. They're going to be ready. They're going to be ready to go. Which Georgia is going to come out? Is Georgia going to shit the bed and ruin this chance again? Or will they prevail and another assistant will finally win against Nick Saban? And because of that, I prefer Alabama to win because I want Jimbo to be the one, the only, for a while, maybe forever. Who knows? But, yeah, man, I I just – it's tough. Good thing no one's out with COVID, knock on wood, so far. Um, There are some injuries, though. Like, outside of the John Mechie injury, the starting cornerback – Josh Job for Alabama, and then another cornerback, uh, Jalen Armour Davis, two for Alabama that are out. Those are those, and Georgia overall is healthier, so there there are some factors that lean towards Georgia. But for me, like I'm I'm kind of the same way as you were. First of all, I'm the one who always says that nobody beats Alabama on their on their best day. Alabama on their best day beats anybody else on their best day. Facts. That's it. Mm-hmm. The history is so in favor of Alabama, not only with the 25-1 former assistants, the last four times they've met up, Georgia's not only led but then blown the lead. They have the superior, uh, the superior quarterback who also, by the way, didn't get hit, didn't take a sack, and didn't throw an interception on 44 pass attempts in the SEC championship game. So their their defense crumbled Georgia's in the Alabama SEC championship game. So going back to what you said, are we going to get the Georgia that isn't playing Alabama, or are we going to play get the Georgia that does play Alabama? Because there are two very different-looking teams. And so you're saying we're getting the Georgia, this is going to be deer in the headlights, scared, no way, no how. Uh, I think it's going to be the Georgia we've seen the past four times they've lost to Alabama. They're going to come out on fire. They'll probably end up with come out of the first half with a lead. They'll probably be winning the game come second half. But that fourth quarter, Alabama is going to do Alabama things. And um, honestly, the X factor in this whole game that no one's really thinking about who can make the most most difference is probably can make or break this game for Alabama. Bill O'Brien. Bill, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien. X factor there. Offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien. What is he gonna call a similar game to what he did in the SEC championship? Because obviously Georgia has studied that up and down, left and right. Yeah. And so they are ready to prepare that defense is ready for to overcome their mistakes from the last game. But is Bill O'Brien, my bet is he does the same thing. He tries he tries to do the same thing they did last game and they get kind of slapped in the face a little bit by Georgia's defense. Cause it's Bill O'Brien. Come on, guys. We all know Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Bubble screens and inside runs. That's what Bill O'Brien is all about. <laughs> but I think if they could establish a little bit more of a running game, uh Alabama could then I think they'll have the the victory. Um, Georgia just needs to. It's it's up to the Georgia defense. Uh, Georgia has never been really led by that offense. It's always that defense has just bunkered down the whole mm-hmm. team. And so um, 
that's where the real key comes from, just that that defense. And uh, they're going to show up or not. I like that. Um, I agree with you uh, almost wholeheartedly. I, I, I don't think the running game is going to be an incredible factor here. Uh, both defenses are three and four, respectively, on run defense this year. So I expect the run to not be too much of a factor. If it is, then we know that whoever is running on the other is going to blow you know everything out of the water. Um, I expect this to be a passing game. This is this is where Bryce Young has to win this championship for his team. Like this is Bryce Young versus the Georgia secondary, and can him and Jamison Williams overcome Georgia secondary? And also on the flip side. The Georgia defense can the edge rushers and the linebackers get after Bryce Young because if they can't touch him, then it, Bryce Young's just going to piece him apart. He's a Heisman for a reason. And he's almost doubled up their quarterbacks, passing yards, touchdowns, you name it. Whatever stat, he's almost doubled it. So if you're not able to touch Bryce Young as a defense, you're going to lose. So on the flip side, Stetson Bennett, if he can stay alive in the pocket, if he can deliver a calm presence, if Zamir White and James Cook can establish a consistent run, and Kirby Smart can call the right plays. I mean, this is something where I look at it and I really want not only for us to like to to debate about this on Tuesday or whenever we get to. I really want to pick Georgia because you're picking Alabama, but when I look at this, I almost wonder myself like how is Georgia in this game? Like what do they bring to the table outside of their ferocious defense? Stetson Bennett is overall just like mediocre for this level of play to me to me he is he is above average for this level of play when you're looking at this this caliber of a game you're expecting Bryce Young or close to Bryce Young numbers out of your quarterback if not you're expecting some stud receiver or stud running back not a running like a dual-headed running back threat that both of them are you know almost touching a thousand yards on the ground but it's not like pop off the page like oh this is the reason the reason is their defense like you're saying but when we look in the sc championship game they didn't touch bryce young they didn't intercept the ball and they got torched in the secondary so how are they not favored i don't get it but i'm with you dude like up until this moment i've been questioning 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 who's leading who's leading not only do we have the history I don't care about the injuries we're not injury favored right now if we're alabama fans georgia has the lead on that but coaching, the pass game, the history of it all, man. Four times, I was amazed by the last four times they've met. Not only did Georgia lead, but they blew the lead in Alabama one. I just, everything points towards Alabama, doesn't it? I got to take Alabama in this game too, man. Especially if they're underdogs, feed them that rat poison. You know Nick Saban loves that shit. <laughs> um, whoever, whoever wins the rushing battle of James Cook versus Brian Robinson, that's the winner of the game. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Whoever is the rushing, who rushes the uh, most yards between those two, it's going to be the winner of the game because, I mean, I just feel like Bryce Young is going to do what Bryce Young can, but ultimately in a game like this, especially since they just played each other a month ago, give or take, you're, you're going to need to have both the pass and run going. At least – get the run going somewhat more than the 55 yards that yeah. Ryan Robinson had in the SEC championship game. Look, yeah. just somewhat going, get them, 
get him some good good averages and whatnot. And the same goes for Georgia, just because they're a little bit. They need more of the rushing game. They need yeah, more yeah, of the rushing game in order to to uh, overcome their lapses in uh, the quarterback play. So, ultimately, my final prediction, Alabama 31, Georgia 24. Oh, I like that. That's hovering right around, fit, was at 55? So, that's right, uh, you're taking the over? Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, Jeez. Yeah, I, I'm with you on the Alabama pick. Uh, a couple last bits for me, you know, Stetson Bennett, if he turns this ball over even once, I, I, I think that's going to be something you look back on and, and call game. Um, that's, that's going to be huge. Any sort of mistakes. It's so, it's so funny how almost biased I am in this, any sort of mistakes that Georgia makes Alabama, you know, is going to capitalize on, on the other side, if Alabama makes a mistake, I'm not calling that game yet, man, because again, Bryce Young and the ability with the deep ball to open up the game and score in a hurry is just it's it's different than what Georgia brings to the table. So Stetson Bennett's got to limit the turnovers if possible. I believe he had two in the SEC championship game. Uh, Mailman's got to deliver in that regard. Uh, I like the James Cook and the James Robinson comparison or Brian Robinson comparison. Uh, I think it's it really. Funny looking back on the last two Alabama games, Cincinnati was that run-heavy team, 204 yards out of J- Brian Robinson. And then the week before that in the SEC Championship game, it was pass, pass, pass heavy. Bryce Young, 41, 44 attempts. You know, Jamison, uh, sorry, Jamison Williams, seven catches, 184 yards and two touchdowns. And then John Matchy with another touchdown in 91, 97 yards. Um, so you're getting two li- different Alabama looks past two weeks. Yeah, I if I'm Kirby Smart, man, I'm scared. I'm scared right now. I don't know what to expect. I don't know if they're coming out running, focusing the run, or if they're trying to reestablish the pass like they did in the SEC game. Uh, but I'll take I'll take you up on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do 27-21 is what I'll do for my final score. 27-21 Alabama. Yeah, I think I think I'm comfortable with that. I. I think last thing is one of the first things I said. Nobody beats Alabama on their best day. Nobody. Nobody beats Alabama on their best day. Not even Georgia. And I was saying earlier this year, I thought Georgia was going to be the best team in the in the country. They might as well be, or they might be, but nobody beats Alabama on their best day, man. It's just the sad fact of it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, except for Texas A&M. That's the only except chance for Texas Georgia, A&M. Really, Woo! Georgia really has is just get Texas A&M in there. And place for them but obviously it's not possible so they just have to try to win it on their own yeah without us. this is this is going to be a great great game i think it's going to be so much fun to watch um don't get your hopes too high i'm, I'm not i'm not getting my hopes too high i'm i'm predicting i don't know I just, i'm hoping for the over above all oh. i'm hoping for the over I think I think it will be over, but I just don't know how close it really actually is going to be. And we'll see. We shall see. Am, do you have a pick, Alejandro? I actually think Alabama's going to lose. Oh, okay. What's your pick? And give it a little bit of reasoning why. I'm curious. I'm I'm going to go with the 
defense wins championships. And okay. I'm I'm not too too big on Stinson Bennett, and I think you're right. He he has less less chance to make mistakes, and I really think it's going to come down to that one throw that he either makes or doesn't make. But I don't know, man. I I think I got it. Let's go 31-24. So defense wins championships. The score is 31-24. I like it. <laughs> I, I, I think I just I just think they're going to stop him towards the end. Stenson's going to get that final drive to go, and he's going to get it. And he's okay. going to get it. Okay. But so just, it's like I don't a Jimmy know. G situation. Just yeah, got to miss that one pass. Plus the mattress Mac has a Alabama winning. And I, don't, I don't think he likes giving out mattresses that much. So I think Alabama's going to lose. <laughs> So that's okay. the real reasoning there. Techie betting advice. I love that. Very nice. So we have at least a Georgia pick on the board. Right. Very nice. Cool. Well, two fans, we just wanted to hop on and, and give our picks for this because it'd be fun to kind of look back on it and uh, and see where we were right, where we were wrong. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a game regardless who wins. I'm just hoping for the over and that it's a fun watch. Nobody wants to see a was that Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl. Nobody wants to see that championship level Ooh, play. Yeah, that was that was no fun to watch. Nobody wants that at the end of a season. <laughs> uh, we'll be back though Tuesday for our regular scheduled programming. Uh, talking NFL. Finally got all the NFL teams in their seeds and who's playing who coming up for Wild Card Weekend. Uh, amongst. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume we got some other sports topics coming up also on Tuesday. So maybe some NBA, lots of NFL. We'll, we'll we'll work our way there. Tyler Milner, maybe, maybe at some point this week, fancy champion. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> see what we can pull. But two fans, you know where to find us at Slice Devils Pod on Twitter, at Slice Devils Podcast, podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Uh I'm at Alex Declare, that's at Cowboy Canella, and then it's Mr. Bombastic is the one controlling all the voices and all the keys. And we will see you next time.